Hi, this is The Greatest Story Ever Played. My name's Dan, and today I'm here to talk about Venba. First up, we've got our description, which is Venba is a narrative cooking game where you play as an Indian mom who immigrates to Canada with her family in the 1980s. Players will cook various dishes and restore lost recipes, holding branching conversations and explore in this story about family, love, loss, and more. And then our production info for this is it was developed by Visai Games, and uh, this is their first game. So, uh, awesome. Congrats on your first game. Very exciting uh, for you all. Um, and to have one that was well-received. I think that this um, was nominated in like the Games for Impact uh, in 2023, stuff like that. So, uh, I think people are uh, getting their eyes on it. So, hopefully, uh, that's helpful for the next game they want to make. Before we do kind of our full-blown recap and all of that, uh, I wanted to do a brief non-spoiler section. So, uh, first kind of couple, I don't know, broad pieces of info. First one being is this is on Game Pass right now, actually. So if you have an Xbox or you have um, Game Pass for PC, uh, you can go play this. Now it's, it's there. Um, and also, it's a short game. The game itself is maybe an hour and a half. It's it's not too long. I played it in one sitting, and uh, I think it's probably the best way to play it. So if you've got Game Pass and you're kind of not sure what you want, or maybe in between big games or something like this, this could be a good one to pick up and just have as kind of an in-betweener. Um, actually, when I played this, I had something happen that um, I don't know if I ever have which is I beat two games in the same day. Um, <laughs> I had an afternoon off during the week uh, uh, recently, and so I was like, all right, well, I'll look on Game Pass, find something short, and play that, and then I'll play uh, the game I've been playing. And I played this, I knew it was short, I enjoyed it, and then I picked my next game back up later in the day and ended up beating that too. Um, so I, I don't know, this is cool. Um, I, I think just with those. Short game on Game Pass, uh, yeah, if you have it, go pick it up. If you're looking for something that's, um, you know, almost like a movie in terms of length experience, like you can just be in it for, you know, one sitting and enjoy it, this is that. Um, gameplay style, some of this got mentioned, mentioned above, but uh, this is interactive novel-ish, I would say. It's, it's more than an interactive novel, um, but is pretty similar to one. Uh, but then also you do have uh, a cooking game element. So basically your format for the game is each chapter you'll have some parts where you have uh, kind of choose your own adventure style dialogue in them a little bit. Um, and then you'll make a recipe. And within that, um, so you don't do things like walk, like in a walking sim, um, but you do have some control in how you make your recipe. So how that will work is you'll have a recipe book, um, and you'll have a pot or a skillet or whatever, and the various ingredients will be out. And what you'll do is you'll put those ingredients kind of in the order they need to to make the food the way you want to. So that's that's sort of how it works. I would say the game this is most similar to that I've played is Coffee Talk. Uh, if you've played Coffee Talk in that you're a barista, you make various uh, drinks for people, uh, that kind of thing. I would say this is and, and dialogue with them some. I would say this has some of those vibes, but uh, it's more confined. Your interactions that are confined to this family, and um, in Coffee Talk, you could make like someone's drink wrong. So they might ask for like a certain kind of coffee or tea or something like that. And if you make it wrong, you could give them the tea and they'd be like, ew, I don't like this. 
in Venba, you can't fail. So, like, if you're making the recipe and you do it wrong, instead it will send you back and, like, make you make it again. So, like, in Coffee Talk, you have more ingredients than you'll use for each drink. In Venba, you, like, have what you need because you know what you're cooking because you've cooked it before and, you know, have pulled the correct ingredients together and stuff. So, Coffee Talk, I would say, is something that's similar to this. Other games that I would say are sort of in this realm are uh, something like Florence, um or Emily is Away, I think in their interactive novel-ish type spaces, some of your dialogue options, that kind of thing. So uh, kind of all in all, I would say if you like Coffee Talk, Florence, Emily is Away, if those kind of games are something you like, I think Venba would be an enjoyable story to add to your experiences there. On the other side, if you don't like those kinds of games, uh, I don't think this game will change your mind or anything like that. Uh, or, um, I don't know, be, yeah. If you're not a fan of the genre, I don't know if this is for you. If you are a fan of the genre, though, I think this definitely is. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit of non-spoiler thoughts and a little bit of how the game works. So from here, want to move into our recap, kind of going play by play uh, what this game has going on and kind of my thoughts and feelings to it. So first up, um, the way these chapters are set up, uh, basically your cadence of them is you have an opening, you get a saying in uh, Tamil, which is uh, the language that our characters speak. They're uh, from the southern part of India, and this is one of like the ethnicities within India. And so you'll start off your, your chapter, you'll get a saying, it will tell you what year it is, and then you'll get some interactions they do. Inside the interactions, there's a recipe you'll make, and you'll make the recipe. That's the flow of the game. That's how it works. So first one... Uh, our first quote is, think well before you dare, and never ruminate once in action. And uh, this takes place in 1988. Um, I guess also with these quotes, uh, and I guess actually for the game itself, there's no voice acting uh, or anything. Instead, you're reading. Um, and like the quotes at the beginning, you first see them in Tamal, and then you see it translated into English under that. For the characters themselves... Um, you can read it all in English. You set, you can choose which language you uh, read in. But in parts of them, you can tell that the characters are saying, speaking in Tamal, like there'll be times where they'll speak and they'll say, hey, could you not say that in English? Could you speak it in Tamal? That kind of thing. So that happens along the way some. But um, anyway, that's our first quote. And our game begins, and you've got Venba um, and Pavilon, um, who recently moved here from Canada, moved to Canada from India. Uh, and they're a wife and husband. Venba's the wife and Pavelan's her husband. And they've just moved here and they're both having kind of a tough time adjusting, right? They've gone to a totally new place um, and things are different, right? They're experiencing different culture challenges, language challenges. Um, they each had work that they enjoyed doing back home in India and it's not the same here. So uh, Pavilon, he was a writer uh, back in India um, and just loved to write. That was his kind of passion and he got to do it. Um, and here, he's kind of just trying to make different jobs work. Uh, I need to provide for my family, I'll take the job I can get, sort of thing. And so he's been trying to get jobs he doesn't really want, but you know, uh, we have a fresh start, I need to get a job. 
And then on the other side, um, Venba, she was a teacher back home. She It sounded like she taught elementary school, kind of how they described it. And she's having a hard time here as well. She's still teaching, but uh, it doesn't seem the same way. You know, like, I think that in India, she was a teacher, you know, getting to experience bonding with her class, molding young minds, teaching something like the growth, uh, that sort of stuff. The kind of... Um, idealized or good good version of teaching you know someone who loves teaching and they're seeing it be fulfilling and seeing an impact made instead here um it seems like her teaching isn't she's not connecting with students it's not being received well it seems like she's more of a like an assistant teacher um like that kind of thing so she's not i think she's doing some of the same functions as a teacher, but not having the same experience. So for her, she's like, man, teaching here is different. It's not uh, how I wish it was kind of thing. So there have been some challenges um, in coming here. Um, they also, um, when the episode begins, Venba, or this chapter, Venba is feeling kind of sick. Um, and she ends up discovering that they're pregnant. Um, her and her husband kind of leave for work, but she figures it out and makes a recipe. And to tell him, she kind of puts a face on the recipe. It's like this little um, kind of roll-looking thing uh, that looked tasty. Um, and she puts a third one. Uh, and kind of when he comes home, he looks down and he's like, oh my gosh, what? Um, oh my gosh, we're pregnant. And you get a scene at the end of this chapter where they're talking in bed and they're talking about what to do now. Like, oh my gosh, we're pregnant. What's what's next? And having sort of a not a debate. It's not it's not a debate as in like challenging each other, but a debate as in we're trying to weigh the options and figure it out. And they're trying to figure out is it best to stay here in Canada to provide new opportunities to our unborn child and the good things that will come with that, even though it's hard for us? Or would it be better to go back home and build that and, and, you know, go back to what's familiar. We'll have family there to help the things that are there. And kind of debating, uh, yeah, back and forth. How, how do we know what's best? You know, what if we raise them in Canada and they're like, why didn't you take me back home? Or, if we take him back home, are they going to say, why did you take away my opportunity in Canada? You know, that kind of thing. And so Pavlon is, I, I think, um, more anxious about this. He's like, what do, what do we do? Um, trying to think through that. And Venba, on the other side, also trying to think through it, but instead has sort of a, a calm assurance of things are going to be great for the kid. Why? Because they have us. They're, they're with us. We're, we're, we love them, and we're going to figure it out, whatever that means. Um, so you had kind of this um, quiet confidence kind of thing that was cool. Um, so that's our first chapter. Move on to chapter two. Uh, our quote for this one is, Being outshone by one's children is a universally desired form of sweet defeat. And uh, this one takes place in 1994. Uh, the episode begins with uh, Pavilon on the phone, uh, talking to another, having like another job interview 
or maybe following up on an application he put in. Um, and it doesn't go well. He's rejected again. Work is not working the way he is hoping. Uh, it's not nailing anything down. Then you've got Venba and Kevin, uh, who are kind of walking around the area and like catch up with him after. Kevin is their son, so uh, he is uh, about five at this point. And they're, they're kind of talking after school, I think. And you find out that Kevin has been going by Kevin at school. Uh, and that also at home, he's been speaking English instead of Tamal. And so his parents are kind of having a tough time in this. Uh, on one side, he's becoming more um, Canadianized, I guess. I don't know. I've never said that before um, <laughs> uh, since they're in Canada. Americanized, I guess, is how I'd describe it here. But um, Canadianized, I guess, is how I'll say it. Or sort of a disinterest in being Tamal. I think um, Kevin is just kind of like, oh, I want to be like my friends. Um, and so he, he's trying to fit in. And his parents, I, I think, are they're, they're kind of having a tough time knowing how to be supportive, but not be offended exactly, but they're kind of like, yeah, but you're also Tamal like us. Um, you know, Kevin's your name. That's how people know who you are. Like, Kevin's important. You shouldn't just let them call you Kevin. Or, um, you know, uh, Kevin, for doing well in school, wanted to get pizza. And his parents are like, no, like, what if we, what if we made a really good homemade dish that you haven't had yet? That would be really cool. And he's like, ah, I don't know. I don't want that. That That's sort of your, um, uh, not battle, but kind of conflict of figuring that out and navigating that. And I think his parents both know too, right? We, we want, we chose to stay in Canada because we wanted opportunities for him. So they don't want to like naysay his becoming Canadianized. They just don't want him to forget who he is also kind of within that. So a uh, challenging spot. That would be hard uh, to navigate for sure. Um, in this one, they end up making a recipe that I think they described to Kevin as like a rocket ship because it's like a pastry that steam will come out at the top. And so like it'll look like that. And he ends up having a really great time uh, making food with them. So that was pretty nice. Next chapter uh our quote is those fallen from their resolve are stripped of respect like hair fallen from the head and this one takes place in 1995 so uh just a year later um and we've got pavilon who hasn't come home from work and it's late um in, in the last chapter uh venba suggests to pavilon like hey just get a job with this guy you know i know you don't really like him but um He's an Indian person who, you know, let's use him as a connection. Connections really matter here. Like, at least you can get a job that um, is better paying than the ones you have been getting. You should just do it. And so Pavlin's like, yeah, I guess I, I guess I need to. I don't really like that guy, but you're right. Um, it is about connections. So we pick up a year later and Pavlin hasn't come home. Uh, Vemba ends up having Kevin call uh, the office to ask, hey, is uh, Pavlon still there? When did he leave? Um, and they find out he left a few hours ago. Um, and so Venba and Kevin decide to go and try to find him. Uh, they think that Pavlon probably walked through the park on the way home, so they go to find him. And 
while they're walking in the park, uh, Venba and Kevin uh, get to talk about uh, Tamil culture. Kevin's more interested than he was in the previous one. He asks, like, oh, what was India like? How did you and dad meet? You know, like, you get a couple questions like that. And um, his interest is nice, and his mom is excited to be able to share with him. So that's cool. Um, and they end up finding Pavlon, and he's uh, sitting on a bench. Uh, I think he's, like, smoking a cigar. Uh, and his glasses are broken. He'd clearly gotten jumped. Um, and... I, I think is kind of at a wit's end. He's like, all right, I need to kind of compose myself before I come home to the family. Uh, the family, of course, is really supportive of him. Um, in in Kevin and Venba's conversation, uh, she she tells Kevin that uh, Pavilon was a writer before, and back in India, uh, he used to write all the time because he would write when he was upset about something, and that kind of helped fuel his writing. Um, so they end up heading back home, and Pavlin, like, stays up all night writing. You see Venba and Kevin in bed going to sleep, um, but Pavlin's just up. He's writing. Um, that This has gotten him mad. He's, he's ready to write. And before this, uh, Pavlin has not really been doing writing. I think instead he's been struggling, trying to find work, trying to make work work, that he hasn't had the time or energy to devote to writing. But here, after this shitty event, he says, I'm going to write. Um, and does. Next chapter, uh, our quote is, Nothing, no matter how dear, should be sought at the expense of one's honor. And uh, this place takes place in 2006. So, a uh, big time jump here. Um, and we've got Kevin getting ready to head off to college. Um, it's, uh, it seems like maybe the summer after senior year of high school, uh, getting ready to go to university. And Venba makes a meal for the family with um, just enough stuff to pack for Kevin to take with him. Like she, she prepares like a, a really nice meal and sets that up. And uh, their plan is, after getting this kind of last family meal before Kevin heads out, uh, that they'll drive him to college. While um, also in this, uh, it's pretty funny. Um, there, there's kind of a funny interaction going on is Venba and Kevin are kind of talking ab about this. And then meanwhile, you've got Pavlon off to the side and he's like, did I get any meat? She gave all the meat to to Kevin, oh my gosh, she gave it all to him. Uh, it was just kind of this funny um, thing you kind of see his dad grumbling that his son got all the good food uh, or the best food. <laughs> and he, he has the regular food. <laughs> that was pretty silly. As dinner goes on, though, um, Kevin says, hey, actually, my friends are heading down to college today after dinner, so they're going to pick me up and I'm just going to go with them. And... Venba uh, and Pavlon try to be like, oh, like, I thought we were going to take you tomorrow. Like, it's not a big deal. And Kevin's like, no, it's so convenient. Now you guys don't have to spend all day in the car. And Venba's, you put forward like, well, I was kind of looking forward to the time in the car. And Kevin's like, no, this is good. Um, so a little bit of a bummer there of uh, Kevin doesn't want them to take him to school. Um, and then after that, 
uh, Venba and Pavlon are like trying to be supportive and she's like, oh, are your friends going to have enough uh, room in the car for some containers? You know, I, I cook this extra food. I can send it with you. Uh, there's enough for everyone. It'll be great. And Kevin's like, I don't want your food. Um, and is like, it'll smell bad. I don't want it in my room. I don't want to smell the car up. I don't want any of that. Um, and basically it's like, this is my fresh start. I want to be normal, quote unquote, and really like rejects, uh, the family and kind of being Kamal and all of that. So, uh, yeah, huge bummer. Um, this was sad. Uh, it was, it was hard to see, like, the, his parents obviously care about him, and he's, uh, rejecting that, so that, that was sad. Alright, our next chapter, uh, begins with this quote, longing for those who have forsaken you diminishes the beauty of the soul, and this one takes place in 2014, uh, so, a bit later, um, so now Kevin is, uh, out of college for, he's probably like mid-20s, late-20s, somewhere in that realm. And Venba gets a text that Kevin can come over for dinner. And she prepares a feast. You make so many dishes in this section, and oh my gosh, it all looks so good. Uh, as I was making this, I was in, in the game, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I want to eat all of these things. It, it looks so tasty. Um, and then... She makes the feast, she sets the table, and she's sitting by the window, and you see the clock just keep moving. It gets dark, and it gets really dark. And then you get a text from Kevin that says, while well, it's been super late at this point, and says, sorry, something came up, I'm not going to make it. And then uh, Venba goes to bed, and she's alone. Uh, and I realize at this moment, oh my gosh. Pavlon has died by this point. I um, I didn't expect to see Pavlon when you were making the food before this. I thought, you know, maybe Pavlon ate and went to bed and wouldn't stay up late for Kevin. Um, but then she goes to bed and is alone. And this made me very sad and also mad at Kevin. Um, I was really sad for Venba, right, to have gotten excited to see her son, that she goes all in, I want to prepare something nice for you, um, that she's going to stay up late for him long after it's rude for him to have not shown up or said anything. Because she cares about him. And then for Kevin to just fuck off like that, um, sucks. It hurt. It, like, hurt. You, I hurt for Venda in that. And then I was also mad at Kevin because you're like, you're such an asshole to do that to your mom. Say, like, I could come by, and then to not even show up and not text her till it's been real late, like, um, that's sad. I, I didn't like that. How I didn't like how that felt. I was, I was, I was, felt angry for Vent, for Vemba and sad for her there. So, uh, really effective way to tell that. Uh, so <laughs> nice job, Vemba team. I like felt it when she's just in bed and she's alone, and you're like, fuck um that, that that was well well done okay on to our next chapter it begins with this quote uh without one's dignity one becomes a puppet to many strings and uh in this one uh i didn't get a year i didn't see it i went and looked a few times 
I don't know if that means it's um, a year or two later or something. It just didn't say. Um, we again have Kevin in his late 20s or 30s here. And uh, this time you pick up with Kevin. Every other time you've picked up with Venba as your main character. This time though you pick up with Kevin and he's working on a TV show where they're trying to do this multicultural celebration um, and, you know, hey, we've got an Indian character. What kind of food should they bring to uh, the multicultural day in, um, I don't know if it's at a school or, you know, whatever. What should they do? And Kevin, uh, texting his friend slash coworker, tries to share about his experience of, you know, when I was a kid, I was embarrassed to eat the food that my mom packed for me. So I never would eat because I was, I was afraid of how people would see that. So he tried to share that and, uh, his coworker was like, oh, that's, that's not really the tone we're going for. Like, you know, how about some vindaloo, uh, kind of thing. Uh, and so Kevin's like, ah, sure. That, yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I, um, he says, I've got my mom's old cookbook. I'm going to go take a look at that. And, you know, if, if we're not gonna have our character reflect kind of my experience, um, I want to make sure they at least get good tamal food, like some legit food. Um, and so he goes and takes out his mom's cookbook. Uh, throughout this before here, the cookbook you've used, um, is one that Venba's mom gave her, uh, when she moved to Canada and wrote down kind of the key family recipes, like, uh, and so as Venba, you've been working through these and you do get flashbacks occasionally of making them with your mom. And so now you have Kevin pulling out his mom's cookbook and he makes something that she'd made when he was a child and you kind of remember some stuff from it and uh, it's nice. And as he's making it, um, as he's looking at the cookbook, uh, it's in Tamal and he doesn't know a lot of Tamal anymore. It's not quite... He, he remembers certain words or phrases or how it looked, but some of it's wrong. So, like, there's a part where you're looking at the ingredients and um, the recipe calls for, like, red peppers and green onions or something like that. But at first he reads it as green peppers and red onions or, you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, wait, that's not right. Um, and so kind of having, having that, um, figuring it out. But it also had illustrations, so he could kind of look at it. And for you to be like, all right, what's, what's, what's kind of the right thing? Next up, um, our next chapter, we have this quote. It says, A humble porridge can taste sweeter than nectar when fed by the little hands of one's child. Uh, this one, I think, did have a date, but I forgot to write it down. I think it was a couple years after uh, the incident where Kevin didn't show up for dinner. Um, maybe like three or four years after that. And we've got Kevin going to India to see Venba. Um, and... In this, they're making food together, uh, and it's really cool. Um, it, it's clearly uh, Venba is really loving getting to spend time with Kevin and getting to do something that she cared about, which was cooking with him. Um, and in this, um, he uh, expresses how he feels guilty about how he's act, how he's acted. Um, there's part of him that feels uh, sort of fraudulent that. You know, I work on this TV show representing Indian people, but I was never comfortable with who I was. How can I, um, I don't know, quote unquote, choose to be Indian when it's advantageous for me, but reject it 
when I felt like it was hard. That's wrong. I don't want to be that way. Um, and so he's, he, he's kind of trying to figure out, um, who he is and what he values uh, a little bit in this. And Venba instead just responds as a loving mom. Uh, it's, it's really wonderful. She's really assuring of Kevin. Um, something cool in this too is Kevin brought his mom's cookbook with him and she notices that there are some recipes that she herself never translated uh, or wrote down, but Kevin had filled them in. Um, so you get the sense that after our last chapter, Kevin went in. He said, all right, I'm going to I'm going to learn this cookbook. I'm going to learn enough tamal to fill this cookbook out. I'm going to make all these things. Um, and getting back in touch. And so, and then getting to come home and see his mom and do this. Um, there's a part that's really nice too, where they make some of the food and Vemba says, Kevin, go sit down and start eating. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll make the rest. Um, I don't want your food to get cold while you wait. And Kevin says, no, 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 no. I'll finish making. You should sit down and eat. Uh, and enjoy this. You've done this plenty for me. Like, you, you deserve to eat first. I'll finish up. Um, and it's it's really nice, uh, this connection moment. And uh, that's the game itself. Um, so, okay, moving on to some general thoughts about the game. Uh, first thing, I really liked the positive uh, marriage relationship between Venba and Pavilon. They clearly love each other. They're partners. Um, and they, they, they care about one another. It was really nice to see that. Um, and just see them be supportive of one another, wanting to work together, uh, and caring about their family. I, I think with this too, you get to see two parents who really love their child in Kevin. Um, and you see Kevin learn by the end. Um, but just seeing these, I think this is a good thing to see in games, uh, or I don't know, in media in general, is family, spouses that love one another, that's great to see, and then parents who love their kid. Um, that was really, really cool. I, I, I really liked that. I thought they were great representatives of those things, um, and it was really enjoyable spending an hour and a half with them and seeing these healthy, loving relationships. So that was really cool. Um, second thing that I liked about this game is I thought it was cool having representation in a game that is less common, at least in my experience. I don't think I've played too many games where your main characters are Indian uh, or where your main characters are immigrants. Um, and I thought this was really cool, getting a lens into this, seeing what an experience um, could be like. And uh, I, I don't know, I thought that was really cool uh, to get to see, I guess, alongside this, the only other game I've really played that gives sort of a less represented, uh, population as character is in Bury Me, My Love, um, was about refugees and getting to play that and sort of see some of that experience. But I thought this was really cool. Um, and I'm, I'm glad it exists. I, I can only imagine as someone who would be, I'm white, but if I were an Indian or if I was someone who was an immigrant or things like that, it'd probably be pretty cool to see someone like me in this story, telling one of my stories. Uh, I think that would, I think that'd be, that'd, that'd probably be pretty meaningful. So I really appreciated that this exists. I thought that was awesome. 
uh, and am really glad to have seen it. So uh, there's that. Last thing, uh, since it is a cooking game, uh, I really craved Indian food after playing this. Um, and as playing, uh, like I like Indian food, but honestly, most of the Indian food I have had is probably your more Americanized ones, uh, like Vindaloo or Tikka Masala. Those were ones that Kevin's uh, co-worker, who was a white guy, referenced for their like multicultural day of like, oh, what if we just brought this? Um, but instead, uh, in this, and Kevin kind of replies and is like, well, that's not really like the kind of food that we ate. Um, being tamal, we have our kind of different style of, of food. Um, and so there's that. And so in the game, you make probably four or five, six different dishes that are tamal style. Um, and it was cool. I, I really want to try some tamal style food now after this. And I discovered uh, shortly after this that there's actually a place by my house that does do some of this. Um, in, in the game, you make uh, dosas. Uh, and I found a, the place by my house makes dosas. Uh, also, you make birani. Uh, and that was also something in the game. And the place near my house also has that. So um, I'm very eager to go and try some South Indian food. Uh, I feel like I know more because of playing this game and have an idea now of like, okay, these are things I want to try specifically. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and, uh, I think we'll be really cool. So I like learning something and, um, I imagine I'm going to have tasty food in my future trying stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's a little bit of my thoughts. Finally, uh, we have a little bit of last listener feedback to wrap us up. First up, we've got Ross on Twitter who says, it's incredible, beautiful, heartfelt story. Made me cry a couple times. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was really heartfelt. And there were a few times where I was like close to crying. I didn't, um, but I could see, I, I felt like it. Especially that that dinner um, that Kevin didn't show up for. That really hurt me. <laughs> I was very sad there. Um, that's awesome. Uh, and then next up, we've got Darth Stridius on Twitter who said, loved it. So uh, really cool to see a couple people who've also gotten to play this uh, who enjoyed it as well. Um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on Venba. Uh, I, obviously, if you've gotten this far, I've spoiled everything, but I think the experience is worthwhile uh, nonetheless. Um, yeah, really enjoyable. If anyone else has thoughts on Venba, um and would like to share them, please hit me up. I'd love to keep talking about this. You can do that on Twitter at StoryEverPod, or uh, you could email me at TheGreatestStoryEverPlayed at gmail.com and keep conversation going there. If you liked uh, the episode uh, or like the podcast, would really appreciate it if you'd want to rate or review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. Um, That can really help just uh, increase visibility for the show so that other people can come and enjoy games together with us. I, I truly think that um, sharing these games with you all is the most enjoyable part of it. Uh, just getting to hear people's perspectives on games and enjoy them together. Um, I don't know. That, that really makes this really cool. So please do that or share it with a friend, post a link, you know, whatever. Anything would be helpful. Um, also... Um, we do have uh, kind of a, a sister podcast or side podcast to the show called The Greatest Story Ever Played Side Quest. On there, uh, lately, I've been adding old Patreon episodes to the feed. 
um, that are topical in nature. So some of them are about video games. Uh, most recently, I put out one about my favorite voice actors in video games, um, but then also have done things that aren't video game related. Um, earlier in the month, I made an episode uh, doing a Caitlin Deaver actor spotlight because she got announced as playing Abby in the HBO show The Last of Us for this next season. Um, and so I wanted to get familiar with her work. Uh, so if those sound cool to you, uh, check that out. Also, uh, I guess some of the games I mentioned earlier, um, Coffee Talk, Florence, Emily's Away, we do have podcast episodes on those too. So if you want to explore that stuff, uh, that's all available as well. But um, yeah, that's the show. Thank you for hanging out and uh, we'll see you next time.